What's up, beloveds? It is your girl, Belle Fit. Welcome to the Belle Fit Show. <sighs> that was good. I just ate one of those protein cinnamon roll donuts. That's right. It's a protein cinnamon roll donut. It was so good. Like I'm savoring it in my mouth as we speak. But now that I've put that out there, (laughs) the sweet stuff that I want to talk about today is you've got to slow cook these folks, bae. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. You have to slow cook these folks. What am I talking about? Too quickly you meet someone and reach a conclusion. You think they are your friend because you have things in common. You think they are your happily ever after because maybe you had some good sex. I don't know. (laughs) But what I am trying to put into the universe right now is patience is a good thing for everyone and everything. Patience solidifies a person's value to you. When you get to know them and you don't rush to these erroneous conclusions, you can see how compatible they are to you, how beneficial they are for your life and vice versa. Too often, people are giving people long-term titles based on short-term knowledge. Yo, if I could hashtag that, if I could remember that statement, I would do it right now. I would hashtag that. As a matter of fact, if you have a good memory, (laughs) go ahead and hashtag that for me. Okay, people are drawing long-term conclusions, man, based off of short-term knowledge. You can't do that. You don't know these people, man. Just because you have things in common, it doesn't mean that that person is a friend. It doesn't mean that that person is someone you can trust. You know, like when you share gossip with people at the workplace, for example, and all of a sudden your business is just floating around, you thought you could trust this person. Why? because you had lunch with them a few times? Like seriously, let's break this down because I used to talk about this in different colleges for personal safety. How women, we give out too much information too soon and you don't know these people? You don't know if this is someone you can trust You don't know if this is someone who's going to be in your life for a long interim of time, yet you put out intimate details of yourself. You share your body, your bed (laughs) with people you don't know. And then you end up in these vulnerable positions and you feel the sense of disappointment anxiety, shame even. Like, do you know how many women, and men do this too, 
you go to a bar, you go to some type of social setting, a restaurant, a lounge. You can strike up a conversation with someone. And literally, not even two cocktails in, this person has shared the details about their divorce. You know how much money they make. You know where they live. You know where their kids go to school. You know where they work. Like this is too much. Over what? One cocktail? Over one date? Over a half an hour? You know, like we have to we have to slow cook these folks. Because intimate details in the wrong hands, that's devastating. You know, like we're, we're doing too much too fast. And I understand the tempo of the time is fast. Everyone's moving quickly. You know, everyone tries to reach a decision and, you know, project their hopes onto different people and situations that they don't have a lot of insight over. Because the world is so fast. The world is immediate gratification. Everything right now. Why wait? Because you don't know them. That's why. All I'm saying is you got to learn how to pump the brakes a little bit, folks. When you are so eager to realize a hope of yours, like, is this the right person for me? Sometimes you will actually project onto them your desires. And what that does is it clouds your judgment. It clouds your clarity. You know, it's like you're seeing through drunk goggles. Has anyone... (laughs) Has anyone on here put on drunk goggles besides me? (laughs) Yes, I had to, I had to go to a community service class in which I wore some drunk goggles a very long time ago. I don't even remember why. I don't think I was, was I busted for drinking underage? I don't remember, but I basically was reprimanded by having to go to this class and they put drunk goggles on me. And I was like, holy shit, I know I don't see like this after three beers, but do I really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) so that same concept applies when you're first meeting people, you know, like sometimes you're not clouded by substance abuse, hopefully, you know, like, come on, just stay sober for 24 hours, Karen, put down that bottle of wine and slowly back away. But (laughs) Sometimes you are clouded, you are misled by your emotions, by your enthusiasm, even by just getting a little bit of attention. Because do you know how many people are ignored today? You know, that's why so many seek validation online, because people in real life, they're not attentive to them. So the one person that shows them a little bit of attention, you know, they will put a label on quickly. Oh, this is my friend, Joe. (laughs) How long have you known Joe? I've known Joe for three days. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
I don't know if I would put him put him in the friend zone. I would definitely put him in the associate zone. Okay. A friend is somebody you have known over an interim of time. Like you can trust them. You know, like a friend I could trust to, you know, watch my dog. A friend I could trust with the keys to my house. Like, hey, you know, if if you want to stop by, well, wait a minute. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think I have friends like that. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. A friend is somebody that you can trust with things that you cherish, you know, like I can trust certain people to, you know, wow. Actually guys, I don't trust anyone besides my parents. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> O-M-G. But you know why? Because I have been burnt so many times because I was that person that, you know, within the first couple of weeks, I was putting labels on people like, yo, this is my friend. Yo, me and her, we went to see the movie and then we went to dinner. I'm pretty sure we're going to get married at some point. Like, (laughs) you think that off of one Netflix and chill, honey, calm down. (laughs) It's crazy because I used to be like that. I just... Listen, I would get excited about any little bit of attention that I got, man. This is like when I first started really dating. You know, I was like a kid, basically. But I see that same mindset in grown-ass women. Like, honey, really? Are you that? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. We can't be that simple. But even some of my, you know, friends, I've seen this in them. Like, I have this one friend. God bless her soul. I love her so much because she really is a beautiful person, man. I mean, she is a lover of people, but she will turn a blind eye to the red flags so she can concoct some idea in her head that fulfills this fantasy, you know, this Cinderella fantasy. It's like, yeah, I think... I think he's the one. Are you sure? Because last week you told me that she was the one, you know, like just, (laughs) just all over the place. (laughs) And that's because a lot of the times we don't slow cook these folks. And we like to give them labels based off of our temporal emotions. Like, you know what? Today, I'm in a state of lust and happiness and everything is just perfect in my life. And I love this person. And, you know, we have a future together. We're going to be together. What? After? How do you know that after a month of dating them? (laughs) Listen, I'm keeping it real. Some people do know. I don't know. (laughs) I'm keeping that all the way real, all caps, okay? This is real talk here. I know that for me to really know someone, to feel comfortable even giving something a label, even reaching a conclusion, is I have to know this person throughout several seasons of their life. What do I mean by seasons? I mean, 
literal seasons. <laughs> Sometimes those seasons are based off the weather. <laughs> but what I really am expressing here is I want to know who you are in all the stages of you being you. I want to know who you are when you're sad. I want to know who you are, how you respond when you're mad. I want to know what you what you are afraid of, what makes you insecure, what makes you happy. I want to know how you act in good times and how you act in bad times. I want to know who you are under pressure. You know, like I want to know who you are in the different seasons and the gray areas of your life. I want to know your behaviors because all of us, we have a sales rep. (laughs) What does that mean? Oh, you fake as hell. And I am too. It's okay, boo. Right? You want people to get to know the best version of you. So a lot of the times we put on, it's like, hello, I would like you to meet the person who's going to sell you this ideal version of who they are not. (laughs) Like, let me put my best foot forward, but you don't really know who I am until my worst foot is forward. Are you guys feeling me? Are you following me? Are you tracking me? Are you tracking with me on this thing? Because we don't know who people are in different seasons of their life. You know, like, you know what, this person, I thought they were really nice. And then, you know, they just had a bad day. And wow, that bad day, (laughs) it really exposed some characteristics about them that I wasn't aware of. You think? It's because you don't know these people. (laughs) So I'm not telling you to not have faith in people. You know, I'm not telling you to not have hope in them. But what I am telling you is before you start, you know, making major decisions with people, putting titles and labels on things, like just slow cook them, man. Get to know them. Don't be so eager. Like, let their personality, let who they are unfold before you. I believe it was Maya Angelou who said, people will show you who they are. And when they do, believe them. Like, you don't get the gist of who someone is, the totality of who they are, based on a little bit of experience. Like, let people show you that they are loyal to you. Let people show you that they are truly kind-natured. Or maybe they're not. Let people show you who they are. And stop leaning into your hopes and expectations. Stop projecting something onto people you don't know yet. It's very dangerous. You know, it's like we expose a lot of ourselves. We open up 
even the doors to our homes sometimes, man. Like you let people come into your temple, your intimate spaces and places based off of very little knowledge. Like you don't know who this person is and not everyone is for you. I'm not saying that they're all wicked, but a lot of people have their own agenda. A lot of people are wearing a facade. And you need to know who they are. That's all I'm saying. Like, stop trying to rush the process of getting to know someone. That's actually a privilege, man. Like, when you get to know someone over the course of time and you don't rush that thing, it's just a flow. And it's beautiful because then it's like there's certain things about them that unfold right before you and it gives you a personal revelation of who they are. It's like, wow, I didn't know that this person is actually very empathetic. Someone had a bad day and I watched them comfort someone. I didn't know that about them. They're kind of deep, right? It's like these are are things that you unfold over time. Or for example, maybe when somebody gets stressed out, you know, this person could be considered your friend, but maybe when they get stressed out, they shut down. Maybe they actually refrain from conversation, but you don't know that because you don't know them. But then when when they show you that side of them, then that gives you more intimate knowledge of who they are and how they respond in certain situations. You know, even how people deal with grief is different. I was telling somebody that I said, uh, because they had lost, and this is unfortunate, man. They had they had to put down their dog. And that is a hard thing to do. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, to be honest, putting down my own dog. He was my best friend. And I was telling her, because she was concerned about her family, you know, her husband, her son. And I was telling her, I said, Everyone mourns differently. And this has been, I mean, this dog has been in their family. You know, the dog was practically raised with their son. So this is definitely like losing a child, you know, for the husband losing a child, for the the son losing a sister. Because animals bring so much joy to our lives. And I told her, I said, I just want you to be aware of this. Because I know right now you yourself are grieving. But I said, how people respond to loss is different. So don't take it personal. You know, because I said... 
Your husband might want to draw near to you, but your son, he might want space from you. You know, and there's different phases of mourning. Some people get angry. Some people get really sad, really depressed, really just lost in their own head. And some people become very codependent on other people. Like they they need others to energize them. And I, I just told her, I said, listen, how they respond, how they mourn, don't take it personally. Be there if they want a shoulder to cry on. But also be prepared if they kind of refrain, if they kind of isolate themselves, you know. And I know this from personal experience because I am that person. And I see how the majority of the world, they like to, the majority of people, they feel good in the company of others, you know. But for me, I need my space. I need to be isolated and to just grieve and be by myself and talk to my God, like, Lord, help your girl right now, you know? And I, I know that some people, if they are not accustomed to that, they will take it personally and they will feel some type of way, right? But that's just one facet of this conversation. You know, I just want you to understand that you don't know someone based off of five minutes, based off of, you know, a month based off of even three months. You know, I dated a woman and I, I'm just keeping it real. I don't think I really started to know who she was until like the second year we were dating. I was like, wow, she, she deserves a freaking Academy Award for that role she played for a year because, (laughs) because this, this other woman, like there's a whole other side to her that I was never exposed to until I lived with her. And I was like, yo, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like this person. They seem, they seem kind of sus. They seem kind of suspect. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get off here guys, but yeah, just be willing to slow cook some folks, man. Just put them in the slow cooker. Don't reach any conclusion too soon. Keep your head on a swivel. And with that said, I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in once again. We are in 50 countries. We are absolutely growing and glowing. I will talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Bell fit.